Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Welcome to First and Fifteen, it's another Ultimate Teammates. And today we're going slightly international, we've gone all the way to Wales. And we're joined today, Steve Podmore's here somewhere, but we've also got David Camp. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you doing? It's another wonderful lockdown day. Every day is wonderful at this time of the year. And obviously we're all enjoying the wonderful sunshine that's not happening in Coventry right now. But let's start with your team. Okay. We're going to start with defence and we're going to start with your linebacker. Who have you got playing for you? Uh, so I've got myself playing for me. Uh, for us, which I, I, I understand is a little bit braggadocious, but um, I play. I was the, the, the blitzer for both when I played for Plymouth and played for Swansea, so... The only person I've probably seen play linebacker for a lot of snaps is myself. And uh, I got 23 sacks last year in the Baffa season. So I, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. 23 sacks. That's not bad. I probably had more than that in one game <laughs> as a quarterback. But but let, let's look at your, uh, not your secondary, but we'll go to your cornerbacks. Who have you got on your left-hand side? Uh, so my first cornerback is uh, Josh Gritorix Davis, who plays with, uh, plays alongside me at the uh, Swansea Hammerheads at the moment. He's um, you know he's he's, he's good uh, good athletic uh, corner. He's got he can jump well. He used to play basketball, so he's got good jumping, um, good size for him, and he's uh, always sort of you know sticks to his zones. We play a lot of zone uh, zone football, so he sticks to his zones. Knows where his man is. Pretty good for an interception or two uh, on a game day. And is just, you know, generally quite a nuisance at breaking up the passes. And also, uh, a really underrated uh, skill is, is an ex- superb tackle. It's uh, not often a man gets by him when he goes for this lag. So, yeah, that's what you want. Good bit tackling there as well. You're the cornerback. Who have you got? Uh, so, this is um, Aaron Fuller, who I used to play with when I, uh, the, at the Plymouth Buccaneers. Now, well, they're now the Plymouth Wolverines. Um, he was an excellent ball hawk of his safety. Uh, we really cut, he played a lot of shallow football. So he's always covering the shallows of drag routes and such. Uh, and he would always, he, until it, was into, it wasn't until my last game that I played with him that he got his first pick six. But he's always getting the ball and he was able to get pretty close to the end zone, even if he failed to make there. So he's a, an, an excellent player to play alongside when you needed a turnover. We're going to drop a bit further back now. If anybody does beat your corners, you've got two safeties to tidy up. Who have you got on one of them? So you've got Dylan Owens, who, uh, I, well, he's just moved to the Keenisham Kings. Um, but he's, uh, while a little bit undersized at five foot seven, has uh, still a really good uh, locating the ball in the air, pretty rapid. So he, he's got that good sort of center field. You put him in the center of the field and he'll go sideline to sideline to make a play on the ball or at least tackle the person who's caught it. Uh, he does have a, a little bit of a, uh, does enjoy PIing his players a little bit. But uh, when he gets, the, when the ball's near him, I favour him to go up and get it. So I think uh, I think Pod's two safeties were a, a very very similar aspect where it wasn't a PI; it was just they went for the ball. Yeah, yeah. It's always legal in their mind. Uh, no, exactly. He's, he's always trying to tell us, but when it's happened against me in training, uh, I'm not so favourable of it. So who's your other safety? Uh, this is uh, Sam Smith, who was uh, like sort of defensive captain back at the Plymouth. He would. Uh, I still, I've basically stolen his defensive scheme since because it worked so well. And he was, he was always a deep safety, you know, knew exactly what he was doing. He played contact football and, you know, it just re- had really good defensive intelligence and really helped me learn parts of the game for when I had just started playing. 
So there's your defense. You've got two Swint, uh, Swansea, two Plymouth, one Keensham. Not a, not a bad lineup on this one so far. Let's go to the offensive side. Let's start with your center. Okay, so I've, I had, I've fought for a bit of choice. We have three, three, we rotate between three centers at Swansea and I had a really good center back at Plymouth. But I think the most reliable, reliable center I've played with uh, alongside is uh, Nick Ludlam for the Swansea Hammerheads, who's um, used to be a goalkeeper uh, playing uh, like normal football. Uh, so he puts that a lot with getting, getting some diving catches in there. He had possibly one that my favorite, we uh, at our awards evening, we awarded him the best touchdown of the year when he caught a, uh, a corner route, which he took to the house from our own, uh, our own half, uh, beating some of the speedier players on our team. And just the pure jubilation when he scored that uh, was excellent. He's a, you know, a fighter. He does really well to get the ball and a really reliable player all around. Moving on to what could arguably be the, the most important position on the field. Not that I'm biased in any way. Your quarterback? <laughs> uh, that would be Ashley Lewis, again, from the Swansea Hammerheads. Again, another undersized player, about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but he plays. He has that Russell Wilson level of sort of escapability and tenacity. He, you know, the, the blitz will come at him, but he, he's got the, the wheels to sort of wheel out and get, get away from them and then look downfield for a big throw. He can put the ball in some really tight spaces, having been a, um, a, contact, corner, a contact quarterback for the, uh, the Swansea Titans. He's just finished a year abroad uh, at Iowa State. So he's uh, had a year to learn some of the proper American football over there. And he's just one of the most accurate quarterbacks I've seen play. And he's just got an incredible arm. And his, his, his technique is just perfect. And a really good player to play with. An excellent teammate, too. So a quick chat before the hand. You said you've gone two receivers and a running back. Yes. Let, let's go with your receivers first. OK, so uh, my first receiver is uh, Harley Labbert. He's uh, the son of our coach, Paul Labbert. He's uh, currently at Exeter, playing for the Exeter Demons as wide receiver. He's had a really good rookie season for them. He's a absolute, just fantastic player. Really good guy to play with. Really good fun. But he's also, he's got wheels. He, he's making one-handed catches left and right. And he's like six foot four, six foot five. So he can just go up and get the ball. And uh, I'll always like to bring this up. But when we played the Exeter Falcons, um, when we played Lewis Phillips, he managed to moss him, who was playing cornerback. So that's always a, a plus to see that happen. And your other wide receiver? Uh, that would be Alex Thomas, um, who is just sort of the, the, as much as you can in flag football, the definition of a uh, athletic freak. He's, he joined because one of his friends was, and he's never played American football, never watched American football. He didn't learn what roots were until he turned up to uh, the FWC Dragons trial. We would just point to a, a route on a play sheet and be like, okay, I'll just go run that. Within his first BAFA game day, he held the record for our most touchdowns in the game was five against the Southern Reapers. And he scored in about two, I think three, four game days, he scored 20 touchdowns, which is our most touchdowns in the season. He's just an excellent player. And he's one of those uh, where we see you can just throw the ball up and you can rely on him to come down with it. Five touchdowns in one game, did you say? Yes, five touchdowns in one game. He scored every, not, not just five touchdowns, he scored every point in that game, catching both our extra points as well. I'm hoping you won this game. We lost, actually. We lost, oh. 30, I think it's 52-32 to the Southern Reapers, who won the division that year. So, and that's mainly my fault as a defensive captain, so I really should be having a word with myself. But he did everything he could to give us the game. And your last one. You've got a running back in here. Uh, so, again, I'm a bit sport of a choice because I play with an excellent running back right now, but uh, I got him as my sub. Uh, but James Stockley, who I used to play with at the Plymouth Buccaneers and Plymouth Wolverines, I played with him for two game days and... I can only describe him as Barry Sanders in flag football form. 
we would just we, we, we would just give the ball to him and just let him weave his way for as many yards as he could. Give the ball back to him, let him weave his way for as many yards as he could, and then throw it when we need to. We didn't need to throw it that often. So there we have your squad. It's a, obviously with the area, it's very uh, location based. We'll say on that this one. But yeah, thank, thanks for talking through your ultimate teammates. Hopefully, they hopefully no one will get too disappointed by not being selected. <laughs> But if sure, you've got one sub. Uh, so my one sub, that would be uh, Tom Wayman, who is sort of our jack of all trades for the Swansea Hammerheads. He's our running back. He's our backup blitzer. And honestly, his his attempts to sack uh, ratio is a lot better than mine. But I try to not think about that because my blitzing is my only position. But he's uh, an excellent. He can play DB. He can play wide receiver. He play, He's our emergency quarterback when we need it. He's uh, you know, a jack all around the field. Excellent player to have and a really good teammate as well. So when you look at your squad, and it's something that me and Pod have discussed on a previous episode, do you go for the athletic ability and the footballing ability that the players have got? Or do you also look at how they fit into your squad personality-wise? I think we go, well, first of all, it's who turns up. It's the most important thing. But uh, it's a lot, of, I think it's uh, athletic ability is the main thing that comes into it. We Generally, everyone gets on really well, so there's not too many personality clashes. There, there are arguments, you know, as... It's a competitive sport. There are going to be arguments about how, how things should be done between the team, but generally we all get along really well. So I think the most important thing we look at is the athletic ability. It's just it's not it's one of those questions that's not right or wrong either way. It's just how people look at the the yeah. squad and when they're gonna. I mean, me and Pod me and Pod have said before in the Jets that our squad was it was a very very good squad, but it was also there was a lot of people who just got on and everyone knew each other really well. We got on really well. And it, it was like a team spirit thing. That was always a good one. Yeah, we, we certainly have, especially on defence, we've got our own sort of, uh, the defence has its own sort of chat for the pe- for the defensive staff and we like to just sort of chat through things and we can uh, play play the game. So it is, there's that sort of personality thing, but the, the, the starters are based off of their athletic ability first and foremost. Are you looking for a special gift for someone? Are you looking for an award for your end of season awards? Are you the chairman of the best UK five on five flag league based in Northampton, started in 2015 and need trophies? Then look no further than crafty signs, bespoke trophies, key rings, medals, wall signs. They do them all. Check them out on Instagram at crafty sign trophy and on Facebook at crafty sign shop. We're also going to have a quick look at through the uh, the news of the world, which isn't. I know in this time it's not really the most discussable thing right here. But having a quick look through the Baffle Forum, there are tournaments opening up now. Are you looking at joining any of them? Um, oof, well, we we we've discussed a little bit, but because we haven't even started training ourselves yet, it's a bit hard for us to say anything about joining tournaments without us being able to get back on the field. We we have always looked at the uh, joining the OFL and maybe this is the year that we finally sign up and do that. As the official podcast of the, the OFL, I, I must recommend it. <laughs> if if Jordan listens to these, I'm sure he'll join in. Um, but I think Oldham and Nuola, obviously another great sponsor for us, are looking at holding a few tournaments. Nuola will be the uh, Nuola 10. It's the 10th bowl they've done since they started up. <clears throat> 
But you've also mentioned there's a new team in Keenesham. If I, I apologise if I've said that wrong. Oh, I'm not sure I'd say it myself, so... It's K-E-Y-N-S-H-A-N. That's, that's Keenesham yeah. in my mind, but... Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how I... It sounds like I've been told how it should be said. So, you, you know a bit about this team already? So, um, so they're based in Keenesham in England. Um, they were, from what I believe, were started up by Andrew Cragg, formerly of the Cardiff Hurricanes... Of the Tidville uh, Trojans and the Western Supers, but also uh, one of their players who just joined. Uh, it was a player I mentioned myself, uh, Dylan Owens. He's just joined them. Um, he was our social media rep on our committee this year, starting safety for us, played wide receiver a lot for us as well. So he's just joined them because he now lives in England due to his job. So um, you know, I wish him the best of luck. But I think yeah, they'll be. A, they've got two excellent players to start off, and I know they they just had their first training session with sorry uh, with a few rookies. Um, <laughs> I seem quite interested in the sport, so hopefully, you know, it all goes well and they'll be joining, uh, well, the Southwest uh, Division One League uh, as soon as Baffa can start again. Well, you mentioned Baffa, so we're going to talk about it. Baffa season cancelled. Uh, we'll go... We'll, we'll ask Pod as well, because I know he's going to, he'll always have an opinion on this one. Pod, was it the right decision to cancel the Baffa season? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think they had to. <clears throat> I've got. I think I've got different opinions to, to probably a lot of people that look. I want to play, and I'm desperate to 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 you know to have some uh, game days and, and enjoy the, the the game. But with the way it is and how close we are to to starting some obviously senior professional sport across the you know America and and English soccer and things like that going now, and the troubles and the lengths they've got to go to 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 even try and keep um covid out, out of their spaces i just don't see how we could really start a season i just i just don't i mean much as it hasn't touched me particularly you know in terms of people i know who've had it you just see these people just coming down with it all the time as soon as you get into a space and as soon as you get close to people it suddenly spikes again and i just think for an amateur sport and what we are is I just don't know how you can do it. And I don't know why you would. And from, from Baffer's point of view, there's probably an element of why would you put risk out there that would could lead to litigation even? So. Yeah, I mean, Andy, David, you <clears throat> as the Welsh uh, rules have come in about the, the lockdown and bits, how they're a lot stricter in that sort of area. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Baffer season for the Welsh team was never really going to happen. Yeah. Uh, has it affected your team in any way by, by like players or well enthusiasm? I mean, no, everyone's still, everyone's still like chomping at the bit to get going. They really want to like we're, every week we're asking when can we start training? When can we start training? We're trying to you know hash out plans to ha- get it done. Um, I'm hoping so. New guidelines come up tomorrow, so I'm hoping they'll allow larger groups to meet up, groups of ten, hope maybe because then we can you know get a proper training going. At least you know running some routes. You can't really do flagging practice that much because of you know the proximity but you can probably run some routes at the moment it's you know six groups of six and you could do two groups of six meeting up but it just depends on who turns up because you hopefully want to have two people who could at least play quarterback reliably to throw the ball but yeah it's i don't know i'm i'm, I'm glad they sort of cancelled it because you there's no real end in sight for this so you can't keep postponing it and postponing you've got to you know decide at some point so i think they've done the right decision the, the slight difference they've got here is that the junior flag league, so the cadets and juniors, hasn't been cancelled yet. 
I'm not too sure what their their plan for this is. Uh, Pod, do you see a way that they could actually keep the junior season going? No, I I, I totally disagree. I, I just I don't understand with all the rhetoric and stuff that came out about Baffer and what happened as it started when the lockdown started and, and how OFL were talked about and, and all the crap that goes on in Facebook, pardon the expressions and whatever you see. I just don't see how we are in a position where we, we might let a bunch of kids play football. What? I mean, what the hell is that about? We've got all this other stuff. We're trying to keep it done and you're going to try and how are you going to control that? That every kid, Generally, when they're playing, was have parents coming. There's a different level of um, control that you'd want to have with kids, and also duty of care to kids. And and we're it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I know younger people apparently, if they get it, it's it's more likely to be. So, but why would you? I don't get it. I just I just don't get it. They've cancelled the men's league. It's straightforward. I don't see why it shouldn't be exactly the same for the for the kids for lots of reasons beyond just keeping them safe and them personally safe i is mean that, wrong sorry, sorry is that like what's the travel is that is it the travel just like there's less travel to have to go to these more? places for the junior league or is it as long as you have to go for some of the uh baffer games it's more they they have centralized places they play and they have tournaments you're talking what i mean eight nine no four five six teams sometimes in it markets you've been at one more recently than i have but we did a few last year didn't we yeah, I think the tournaments. The the tournament the the tournaments are uh, the Cougars that I I'm involved with. It, their division is Coventry, Leicester, Northampton, Nuneaton, and I'm sure there's another team in there. But how many it, people we we'd seen on a half decent day? How many people we see at the Huntsman? I just don't understand it. Yeah, it is one of those ones where obviously the kids can't travel themselves, so they have to have parents, and parents will support their kids, and they will go on and they'll get big, massive turnouts of of families coming to watch the kids play sports. And you know, it, like like Bod said, do you do you have to monitor every single person turning up? Do you have to give them like uh, temperature checks and? I don't see how you do it. I mean, at the very least, you've got to set these things up and have some sort of temperature checking to let them in to at least give yourself something. Um, I, I mean, it's ridiculous. I'm having a hair, my haircut next week and I've had to sign a disclaimer, you know, to go and get my haircut that says I haven't been in contact. I haven't been abroad. I'm it's healthy. I haven't got any of these symptoms. And I just don't see how an amateur which we are, let's face it, it doesn't matter whether we're playing Sunday League football or, or American football um, or the kids or whatever. It's you've, you've got this whole thing. And then you're expecting all of these people to then meet who are coming from all kind of areas. We know what's happened in Leicester recently. I just don't I just don't see how you can possibly think, yeah, we'll 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 probably run that. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. You've got to be, you know, if it's one rule for, you know, adults, it's got to be the same. It makes no sense. It's the same people who are at risk. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a weird one to try and cover, especially like when you said, like, the junior, the senior league is cancelled, but then they, the junior season hasn't. But other news that I've seen is that some of the European tournaments are starting to open up. Yeah, it's different in different countries, though, isn't it? 
But then you've still got to travel. You're still going to have teams coming from around Europe or around the world turning up to play your ones. <laughs> I just wonder if you can actually get flights. Yeah, we all want to play. We all want to play football. I want to play football, mate. I'm tra- we're training, but I already see it just in three weeks of training how impossible it is. It's the 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 herding cats scenario. <laughs> it's impossible. And that's these people we know and get on with and and know enough about their family history you know and where they're living and that and even then we you can't be sure and you know we've gone we're in third week of training fourth week this week we've got similar guys coming every week we we started by the first week it was each each football one person was throwing with gloves we all have to wear gloves um by the second week we were just throwing the footballs all together we weren't individual footballs and and you can just you know we're already not getting within a meter of each other just on general you know bits and bobs at times and forgetting ourselves and that's a bunch of adults you just ah mate i just don't get it and and don't even get me started on what it's like out in the real world with with all this what you read we don't don't talk about the real world in this podcast Uh this is a football one well i'm telling you mate i'm there every day as you know and i have to that's my job i have to be out and about and doing stuff and National hero. I, yeah, it's not about that though, is it? But you know, the places I go, I, I genuinely today haven't seen a single piece of social distancing, not once. And I've been all over the place today, and it's the same people day in day out I go to. Don't understand it, don't see it, don't do it, um, and, and it's crazy. Which is, you know, I have to take that and I make that decision myself as well. But how can you, how can you let things like that happen around kids? It just doesn't make sense. Why would you put yourself at that risk as a as a governing body? It just doesn't make any sense. I might, I feel anyway, I feel, my I feel uh, kind of sorry for David as you're talking about training. Wales aren't even allowed to train know, at this point. I know. I know. You're uh, just rubbing it in. Yeah, no, I, I, I miss it. And the thing is, the worst thing is, I'm, I, I've got terrible hands. I drop everything. So just receiving. I mean, it'd be great to learn how to catch properly, but I can't do my 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 one position. So. I'm just going to be made mockery of with all the drops I'm going to make in catching practice. Oh, Pod survived for years with, with all the mockery yeah. on his drops, so he's <laughs> made a career out of it. If you ever learn how to catch, if you could teach Pod as well, that'd be great. Yeah. No, I know how to catch, I just can't do it. There's yeah, no, I've always thought, like, just make the diamond, and I do, and I still drop it. <laughs> so, well, the other tournament that's not quite so far away, location-wise, but it is slightly further off mm. season-wise... Well, the two of them, Opal registration has just started. What's that? That's September, October time, if I believe. That one, are they hoping it's a post-lockdown bit? I would say that's optimistic. I don't know. Mm. But then the other one, if you go to Scotland, you've got Flagging New Year and Flagging Ima, and they've just opened up. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a problem opening them up for interested parties and a provisional. I think Opal's a bit too near, like, like you said, Dave, it's, it's just a bit too near. It feels like, again, it's back to we're amateurs. We haven't got the money, you know. I mean, if you can test everyone. And yeah, that's it. That's can... why and do what they do. Yeah. It's with, with the Scottish one. I mean, I think I, I saw a post from Alan Young today that he put out that Flag in New Year and Ironman was opening up. But if they will offer a full refund if um, if the tournament's cancelled due to COVID... Yeah, and that's fair enough, isn't it? Which really? I think is great, but and I'm not going to get in, involved in the whole Baffer bashing thing, not again anyway. Um, 
Yeah. If, if if an Opal team registers now to get into into Baffer Seasons Opal this year, and it's cancelled, <clears throat> what happens then? <laughs> yeah. Will they have a? Oh, we've got to take some for admin stuff. I don't know. I, I'm, have you read through? Is it does it clear in what they're 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 saying, or is it just the classic? Uh, oh, Opal's open and have a have a register thing. I, I'm not. Too, I haven't looked too deep into that one. Yeah. I, I mean, David, I'm gonna, I'm going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> your, your thoughts on the uh, on the refund bit? Oh, the paid. I mean, honestly, because because I pay I pay back in October. I'd forgotten completely about the uh, paying the money, really. And then so I just looked at my bank account one day. I was like, oh, I got money from Baffer. That's nice. So it's <laughs> nice that I got something, I guess. I, I can, you know, it, it's, a tough, it's a tough position, especially the whole thing. So I'm happy to have gotten something, really. But uh, I don't want to comment on it too much. Uh, uh, don't worry. I'm interested. It takes the blame I, on this one. You've just made me think to have a look. I've just signed into my, um, uh, my bank account because I haven't even looked. And I paid the coach stuff as well, so I paid. Oh wow! I'm not even 50, yeah. Sixty quid. I'm not even asked because how how if our coach got that much got anything back? No, uh, I'm genuinely. I'm. When did they pay it? Because I'm back into June and I can't see a payment. I was. I think it was last week, maybe. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure. I've not checked with everyone. I, I I think a couple of our players have, but I don't know who has and has not. Oh, I've been skipped out on the. I'd written it off. I'll be brutally honest. I, I paid it. I was a bit gutted when everyone else was laughing at me because quite a few of our team hadn't even paid. Yeah, some of us hadn't paid yet. And they were laughing at me and I just went, well, I, I was paying it anyway. And I know it's a really bad, you know, I've worked throughout the thing and it's the same with, with my gym membership. I haven't cancelled it. It's the same when I go and have a haircut. I'm going to pay double because I want to, you know, I've worked and I, I want to, you know, not trying to help other people who haven't, you know, that kind of thing. So in the big scheme, I, the money went. I, I kind of had accepted it was gone, whether I played a lot or not. But no, I, I haven't had a refund. I definitely I haven't had a refund. I got one 2nd of July. So a week ago, I got it. Yeah, I'm going here. Seven pound refund. It's got a lot of visits to um, McDonald's. <laughs> I, I was wondering where you were going to go with that one there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this go many ways. Yeah. No, so... No, uh, no... Again, maybe it's it's coming somewhere else. I've not had it. It's when nope. you're going to your, your bank account there. I'm sitting there going, I don't think you can get lap dances socially distanced, can you? <laughs> no, I didn't know you could get that low, that's for sure. But no, it, it doesn't look like I've had it. Now, whether that's tied up because I obviously had to pay as the cut, because we, we, one guy every year doesn't pay any subs at all. We, we only have very low subs anyway, but one guy doesn't, and it's, Usually me because I got the um, the coaching thing and I, I just pay that money there and don't pay anything else into the club. Um, so I, you know, I'd done it because we needed it to be registered. But whether that's part of the problem that it's different to being registered as a player, I don't know. But no, no money. So uh, thank you, Buffer. <laughs> well, hopefully, and I've I've had a few messages from him, and we we should be talking to to Kyle uh, Kyle Taylor in in a future episode about. Mm. About Baffer and well, his ultimate teammates as well. But he, we'll be talking mm. about Baffer, obviously. We put out the the Ask Kyle questions and seeing what's come back. And yeah, he's he's agreed to come on to one of the episodes. Well, we'll get him into this one. Um, I know that he's will be joining the HNC guys as well. Uh, if any if anybody has more interest in flag and and this is a an, an interesting one for this one. The HNC guys do a podcast. Um, 
bored about flag football and they are a they are a brilliant one. I do enjoy listening to their one. They've just put out some merchandise and mm-hmm. I've seen it. I'm, I may be purchasing some and I may also be starting up a a first and fifteen and the other podcasts I've got some merchandise for them. But they they cover the, the Guernsey Flag League. <laughs> I didn't know there was a flag league in Guernsey. Is there enough people to have a flag league in Guernsey? They've got a six team flag league, I think. Wow. I'm randomly Googling Guernsey Flag League, which is something that you don't really Yeah, it's not your average. <laughs> I bet you that I bet that ain't the first option that comes up, even if you key in <laughs> Guernsey Flag League. <laughs> Guernsey Flag American Football. There's 191 members in the group. Wow. Okay, that's enough. That's enough for two teams. Enough. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not. Nice I'm not too. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, it's got. They've got games going on. It's it's a full game. What are they playing right now? Uh, uh, not July, right July, this minute, but right. At... Yeah, yeah. So July fourth. Um, there was a post in their group saying week one and it's photos from all the games. They've got the Hornets, the Puffins, the Razorbacks, the Reapers, the Terrapins, the Mustangs. Fair enough. The Puffins. Wow. What were the names you could have chosen? Yeah, it's it's, it's not the best. Any comments on what Corona's been doing over there? Is it because they've got it under... Total control. I mean, it, it turns out Guernsey's probably had like no cases because it's Guernsey. Yeah, you could imagine it wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know if it does. <laughs> Let's just also Google Guernsey COVID figures. Uh, <laughs> 25 people was the highest one. Okay. I suppose you, you, in you one day. to compare it per million, don't you, or whatever it is that you see. Yeah, but, but yeah. How many people that live in Guernsey, is there? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, Maybe thirty people. Like well, it might only be one hundred and ninety-two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of them playing flag football yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed cases in Guernsey: two hundred and fifty-two. Okay, so apparently, there's a uh, uh, Guernsey has a population of sixty-seven thousand, and two hundred and fifty-two of them have got COVID. Wow. Sounds to me like it's relatively the same as a quick guess. You can do the maths, but I bet it ain't that far off. Then is it? 67,000 times 1.5 times 100 to get per million, isn't it? So oh, you're, you're doing way too much math for me. So, somewhere in the region of 39, and that's really quick per million. <laughs> and some of the bad ones are about 60s, aren't they? Again, mate, it's very rough in terms of what I'm thinking. It doesn't sound like they've got it under control. So there you go. Maybe they've got different uh, governing bodies and stuff. They obviously aren't under BAFA, are they? I'm not uh, too sure where Guernsey comes under nationality-wise. Like, surely Isle of Wight's as far south as it gets. Uh, yeah, yeah, Channel Islands, aren't they? So, yeah. that I know. That, yeah, so you're right. They they probably come under some some other. The Guernsey Flag Association or American Footballers are they gaffer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jersey. Oh. What about Jersey? Is Jersey Jaffer? Jersey got its own. This is where we come into like the alliterations that shouldn't really work or shouldn't yeah. really be doing anything like that. So Gaffer and Jaffer are not probably the best ones. So a new new uh, new aspect I'm going to put into this podcast now. David, you get to ask the next guest a question. I've no idea who the next guest is going to be. 
So if you give me the question and we will ask them. So what is your question for the next guest? So I, I actually, I, I asked, uh, I polled my team because I thought it'd be uh, fun to get their opinions on this. And uh, our quarterback said, is the, in flag football, we know, we know in contact football it is, but in flag football, is the quarterback as important as it is in contact football? Because like, his, his point is, you know, we, we've played some teams and while it's still important, like if you don't have anyone who can even play the quarterback competently, you're going to struggle. <clears throat> he doesn't feel it's as important as it is in contact football. And it's what he's just wondering what everyone else's opinion is on that. Pod, I'm going to let you answer this one and see what your opinion is on this. <laughs> it's, it's quite a difficult one. I was, I was just sort of running through it. And, and I don't know. It's... <sighs> It's it's important. I don't think there's a lot of difference in a way. It's a different um, skill set uh, yeah. overall. I mean, hundred um, percent. But you're still marshalling the offense. Um, I mean, clearly in Kitty, there's a different world in terms of what a quarterback needs to do. You know, you, you you've got to know protections. You've got to know coverages. You've got to be able to read a defense. All those sort of things. Um, but ultimately, if you wanted to say, well, you your quarterback went down in a kitted game um you you could you would just have to run the ball kind of thing wouldn't you but but you've got a much wider pitch you've you've got things you can do differently and at the level we play at than the Baffer British League level and you know quarterback's not quite the same thing as uh, have you seen much kitted British football you know it doesn't rely on quarterbacks in the same way that you know the higher levels do doesn't does it? And this team's gone to championships with with pretty much no real passing games. Also, to me, like because there's not you're not being hit so much as you're in the air. You, as long as you can sort of try and get it as much towards the receiver's hands, they can yeah. more reliably come down with it. So it's not that you don't need to have that sort of accuracy to really you know you don't need to be that sort of Drew Brees. You know I can pinpoint it to right this position here and yeah. the right receiver come down. You just need to sort of throw it in their direction and. So I feel like, yeah, it's not as reliable. It's not as needed. Well, not needed. Obviously, yeah. you quarterback, but it's not as you know talent-wise. Yeah. Well, fl- flags played in. You know, it's it's about five and ins and things. Yeah, and, yeah, isn't it? And the longest throw you've got to make on a on a general average play generally is going to be five to ten yards deep and what 12, 15 yards to to one side. Oh, you know, yeah. that's not even getting past the hashes in in a kitted game. To, yeah, so you're right. You've got it's a totally different skill set. I mean, but at the end yeah. of the day, they've still got to marshal it. At the, at the end of the day, the way the system's worked is that the quarterback would lead the offense in both situations, wouldn't they? Um, but you're right. You 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 don't have a quarterback at kitted, even our levels. You know, you don't need a great quarterback, but you still have to use it, don't you? It's 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 marshalling everything. Whereas flag, I mean. We've all did. We've done it. Play games where we've just someone who can throw the ball a little bit or get on with it. I mean, even if if you've played uh, QB, yeah. haven't you, Pod? I can't play. I can't quarterback. I, I can't throw the ball properly at all. I just. I mean, you yeah. you were so ashamed of your throwing. Even you had your eyes closed when you were throwing it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's awful. I know everything. I'm the same as you say. I, I know all the mechanics and exactly what to do. I know how it works, but I just can't throw a football properly. You know, and you get the odd good throw, don't you, out of every ten? But uh, you need nine to nine point nine out of ten to to actually be a decent quarterback, don't you? I mean, the other way to look at it is: could a flag quarterback step into kitted 
and be a decent quarterback. And no. could a court, kitty quarterback step into flag? Yes. There's an adjustment period, I think, from kitty to flag because you've got the guy running straight at you from the blitzing position. Yeah, but he's not going to hurt you. Um, well, it doesn't matter. I, I've seen it. I've, we, we've all seen it, haven't we? Every single quarterback that's reasonable level kitted that you and you've seen him, Marcus, that you've played who's gone and had a go at kit at flag beast it. Yes, can you? Yeah, can yeah, yeah. Those, have, you haven't seen beast it. Like Neil, Neil Balthazar. Yeah, well, Neil's a, a sort of top level Dax kit destroyed people it's it's not even close but i'm thinking like even british guys who who are good decent quarterbacks at british kid you know they they step in and if they ever feel they want to because usually that's the problem isn't it? they just think it's beneath them. but at the end of the day mate if you can throw a, a 10 yard out on a full-size field that means you can pretty much throw any any route and any play you want on um you know on a flag football field isn't it uh, it, it's it's true though, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm never going to put distance you're throwing the ball and and the pace you have to, like you said, David, the power that has to come out of it, the the speed the ball has to go, the rotation to be playing at a kitted level, it's it's another world. So if you step back into being a a flag quarterback, then you know you've already got the skills you need to throw the ball 30, 40 yards down downfield on a narrower pitch. It's just it's how it is, isn't it? Well, hopefully the, the next person will be able to give us another answer for that one. So, yeah. as I said, I don't know who the next person's going to be, and that's that's kind of yeah. why I'm looking forward to this one. You, you, you may be asking Kyle Taylor. You may be asking whoever else I get in. Yeah, Andrew Gambrell. He's on he's on my list of yeah. people to talk to on this one. He's a, he was a quarterback in his day. He didn't do bad. Everyone's been quarterback at some point. Well, yeah. Maybe not through choice, but we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. But there we go. David, thank you for talking about your ultimate team. Thank you for discussing the news with us. Thank you for having me. Whatever, well, whatever news we can actually scrape together out of this bit. Yeah, you did well. You did well. I, I, yeah, that was a lot of trolling through the uh, the, the Facebook. <laughs> I, I, I note the word trolling. That's his people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I skipped out a lot of the Baffer stuff that maybe I'd put a, a few comments in. Yeah. And carried on to the next bit. Hey, let's be honest, mate. Buff, Buffer have had a tough. It's been tough, but they've done pretty well with what they, I mean, yeah, they've had, haven't they? What sort of contingency plan can you have for a global pandemic? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take half the money and run. Yeah, it, it, it'd be interesting to see what because because where we trade, it's um, there's a rugby team uh, obviously there, and a couple of weeks ago they were having full contact um, training. Now there's no one there. <laughs> there was one guy with a bunch of cones this week, so I don't know what the hell's going on with rugby. But when we first went back, they were there was 20, 30 people there training. So um, they didn't have the same rules in place that we, we had. So I'm not sure what. <laughs> not, it'd be interesting how it is with some of the other really sort of amateur sports. It's not something we're going to delve no. into on this one, not yet anyway. No. <laughs> I get in too much trouble as it is. What I say, once again, guys, thank you for joining us. And hopefully you've enjoyed this one. We'll be bringing in a few more ultimate teammates and hopefully Pod will actually make one of them one day. Not a chance. <laughs>
That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and Fifteen Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customized sportswear supplies. Oh, 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 oh,